0: I'm here. Sorry, um, I had to. I just go around the house and gathering all the things that are mine for the podcast that have mysteriously been moved to other parts of the house.
1: Oh, is it because of mom?
0: No, but my husband, my oh, headphones, my, my is, there,
1: is there a war on your stuff in your house? Because there's definitely a war on my stuff in my house.
0: I mean, by war you mean he takes my things and then hides them places where I can't find wait, them.
2: Wait, wait. Becky podcasted yeah. at mom and dad's, and then like mom came in like three times while she was podcasting. Now mom is at my house. How, do you do you think what's like, the over how under? How many times? Like is she gonna try and book a flight while we're on the podcast <laughs> and like come <laughs> in here? What's the over She's, she's gonna, gonna want
0: to know, gonna wanna start planning like the Christmas vacation plans like right now.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We are joined today, not only by my sisters, but by a DC podcasting legend, Craig the Night Batman. I don't actually know your, your last name. I don't know if you want to use it, but Craig the Night Man, Batman of Take Two Podcast and the Take Two Takedown, which I've mentioned many times, is here with us. But before we get to Craig, Lily, how are you doing?
2: hmm I'm good. I'm very good. I have to compare back to school notes for it was my first back to school rodeo recently. So
1: I cannot wait to hear about knows. Spanish back to school night. But I
2: feel like it will not disappoint you.
1: The most important thing we have to hear about is Becky went to see our podcast heroes as much as we love to take two guys our actual bona fide unified podcast heroes are jason manzoukas paul Shearer, and jundian rayfield of how did this get made and you saw them live becky what was it like
0: i I can't express to you, however funny it is when you listen to it as a podcast, as a live show, you're literally wriggling around in, like, laughter pain. Like, you can't stay in your seat because you're laughing so hard. You need to, like, throw yourself around. Shy's seen them, too, right? Shy can see them. Jason Manzugas's body language or, like, expressive comedic way that he speaks all on its own Is is a show worth watching, and their rapport together really really shines when you see them live. And I have to say, I I really thought Paul Sheer just did such a good job, like amping up the crowd and hosting the show. It was like on like the podcast you listen to it, you're like, oh whatever. But when you really see him in person, well,
1: those of us who you know produce and handle a lot of things on a podcast know how much work Paul must be doing works
0: it's such a great job and they had so many fun little extra bits that you get when you see them live that are so worth like because what like my husband was a little bit like well it's like a podcast I don't feel like we should spend that much money on tickets and then we went and it was completely worth the experience because they actually give you so much more in person like video clips Um, bits right. that they do That's great. I didn't ask a question but I feel like had I wanted to ask a question it would have been realistic that I could have like raised my hand they, and gotten his attention and they, asked a question they, like, go I, out,
1: they go out of their way to talk to the audience now they, tell they us just a little bit about the movie so you watched a Friday the 13th movie to do this of the three of us you like horror movies the least the least, the least. And, and, and I'm even terrified of Friday the 13th I've only seen the one where Jason goes to space what was was w- just tell us quickly if you, if, you, <laughs> if you recommend if you if you recommend Friday the 13th part 6 right this is a very specific yeah, one this is the it, one that's a comedy
0: I would, yeah, and the reason I would recommend it is because, you know, it's an, it's an, it really feels like an 80s film. But like the type of 80s film that when people try to do period 80s pieces, and you're like, that's so kitschy, that's so over the top. This is actually like how people like the costumes that they were dressed in the choices that were, they were made felt like a parody of the 80s made in the 80s. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's so <laughs> absurd, the actual movie. Um, and it is quite funny. And the director does make an effort. And you, and this is one of the things Paul Shearer actually said, and I agree with, is that it feels like the studio, had they just let, the director really do all the stuff he wanted to do it would be an even better movie
1: like it would be it, a legendary horror comedy yeah,
0: because it's it would be a legendary horror comedy because there's a few really funny bits in it or like moments cuts or lines and things like that um but just like sprinkled throughout but it's enough to kind of get you through with and it's campy enough and it's dated enough that it's not actually Scary. And I also watched it while I was extremely, extremely, extremely tired, which helps me not be scared because I'm sort of like watching it with one eye open, like about to fall asleep. And so that helps me not be scared.
1: Wow. Okay. okay. Friday the thirteenth, part six. This is the one. I, I, don't, I don't do, mix it I up do, with I part do, five I, or it, seven.
0: No, no, no. I do recommend it and but I, I I really only recommend it if you watch it and then listen to the podcast because It's very funny. And they all loved the movie, like all three of them. So they were having a lot of fun talking about it. They were really, it wasn't one of those ones where they kind of go into it being like this was a punishment. This experience, I it, want the it, two hours it, it, of my life credited back. Like that's They good. have so much fun with it.
1: I, I love that. Okay, and now before we get to Craig, to Craig.
0: The 13th movies, so they actually don't understand anything about the franchise, and so as confused as you are as a listener, that's how confused they are as hosts, and it's amazing.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, so before we get to Craig quickly, life in Berkeley, how's it going?
0: So, you know that So in Berkeley, we're both, like in the Bay Area, both very tech heavy, but also very liberal.
1: Right. Like, like you have okay. you have you have washable diapers,
0: okay. I have compostable diapers, not washable ones, but that's besides the point. Um, like, so so we're out for dinner the other night and we're walking down the street in downtown berkeley and we see this like adorable little robot on the street it's like a what? little robot with eyes and it's got a flag sticking up and it's a it's a robot that delivers food it delivers like burritos and like whatever your bubble tea or whatever you order and it's like and it's kind of going around the streets and again stuck on things and it backs up and it moves forward and has these eyes that blink and make hearts at you and it's a really cute robot so we're all standing around watching this tiny little robot get across the street. I'm really excited when it gets across. There's like a crowd of like five or six people. And then some guy, some very Berkeley guy that's dressed in like fancy ashram garb. I don't know how to describe it. Like he <laughs> looks just like he just came that out of like a That sounds like
2: a area. very <laughs> accurate description of what somebody's wearing in Berkeley.
0: For the robot and with all of this force he kicks the robot over <laughs> and starts beating it up and screaming at it and having a fight with the robot. Maybe he was like, where the
2: fuck this is my is radio? Just so you
1: know, this is why circle. the machines rise up against the people in the Matrix. Like,
0: literally, that's what people are standing around going, that's why the machines are going to eventually, you oh. know, destroy us because of you. And he's shouting at the robot. People are living under sl- they in the slave labor so you can get your jamba juice and he's kicking it and like people are trying to like intervene and help the robot but he- he's in like a full-on fight we we decided to walk away because that was between just, the man and robot anger just, but it was perfect
1: justice for bb8 okay
0: yeah it was just very funny
1: now i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce you guys to craig craig
3: welcome to the show this is just fascinating to sit back and listen to the entire time. Oh, okay. I feel like I'm just listening to the podcast now, and this is great because we also have the – I live in Washington, D.C. Um, by the way, I guess. Okay. Hi. Anyway. Hello. Um, we also have those food delivery robots. We oh, do? We do. Like, yeah, they're all around D.C., and it's like a weird thing because we can figure out – you not live
0: in D.C.? Out, How could you not tell us this? I know.
3: Don't. I don't. Exactly. Well, first of all, I don't like going outside. <laughs>
0: but that's why like, these robots are perfect for you. Oh, yeah.
3: Exactly, they deliver it right to your house. They're locked, apparently. But then yeah. there's like this whole thing of like people are taking them, and like breaking them open and stealing the food. And they don't know like, do you know? There's not really a charge. Like it's just food that's out delivered in the, you know, DC. It's not like you stole it from somebody. You stole it from a robot. A robot can't be upset about it. Right, and I guess so it's, it's not assault. It's not assault, exactly. But it's exactly.
0: it's of someone else paid food. It's
3: stealing of somebody else's paid food, yeah, but they don't have cameras on them or anything. Apparently they have they GPSs but they don't have cameras, so they just have they have cameras that track, I guess, you know, the layout it's and everything going. to look for traffic, but they don't actually like have like faces on them it. or anything. Yeah.
2: It basically is the technology of a Roomba.
3: Pretty much. Right. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And, and
2: <laughs> Based on how
3: good my Roomba is, which
1: has <laughs> gets stuck basically every day. Now it seems that eventually they're gonna have to then start arming them, and that's how we're gonna end up, you know, with the under the, the boot machine. of the machines. Because yeah. they're gonna have to arm them to protect the burritos.
3: So we're about like twenty years from Arnold Schwarzenegger delivering me a burrito. Yes. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I'm and, totally fine with shooting that. Shooting
1: people who try to touch the burrito. Totally fine with that. <laughs> so Craig.
3: Yeah, want to interview yes.
1: you a little bit. You are you are a member of the Take Two podcast family, who we love having here on Friday Night Movie. But specifically, you are I would say one of the key people responsible for my dive down into the world of wrestling because you host T Three, the Take Two uh, or the Take Two Takedown, Take Two's spinoff show about wrestling. And when I went to see Raw the first time, we started tweeting back and forth. And a few months later, I've got the WWE network, and I'm sending my sisters wrestling videos basically on a regular basis.
0: Thank you so much for that gift.
1: <laughs> you you are so you. welcome, ladies. I'm so glad I could do that for you. So one of the things, um, one of the things, well, first of all, tell us a little bit about the shows. Tell us about the shows and and your partners in crime. John and Jeffrey, the referee.
3: Right. Because, like you said, we're part of the larger Take Two network where we have like multiple spinoffs. Uh, we've got, you know, the Spotlight one that Tony and Brian do. we got a whole Realm thing where they talk about like wizards and dragons and stuff that Roy does. And then I started talking about wrestling on the normal Take Two show and realized that nobody really cared uh, that we're my fellow co hosts. My, my, uh, sis- ex- my sisters, my sisters are like, I feel like this is where the would be go.
2: I am appalled. Appalled,
3: isn't it? It's, it, it was just it's, so disrespectful from them.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so then me and the other Take-Two host, John, decided we'd start our own just weekly wrestling spinoff. And uh, so we've been doing it about two years. I think we're coming on now. Yeah. Um, And it's the same thing anytime we can get somebody hooked into wrestling because they listen to take two and they're like oh look movies and Netflix and all this fun stuff and then hey by the way go listen to these idiots talk about wrestling once Mm -hmm. and then they do it and then we hook them in and you know now they become like shy where we text each other like every Monday and Tuesday night, all about <laughs> wrestling.
1: That that is accurate, and I have to say, there are weeks where I won't watch any of the shows live, but I absolutely listen to your show every week because I love the recap and I love the banter and the 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 fun in which you guys talk about it. But also, talking a little bit about behind the scenes and the storytelling. As a pop culture fan, that is it's like more exciting to me than golf. There's no storyline in golf.
3: That yeah. that is true, and I will let you know, guys, know in on a secret. Over these two years, there's also been plenty of weeks where I don't watch it either, and we just completely <laughs> go off of the one person that watched it, and I just pretend I watched the whole thing. And Bad. nobody ever is the wiser until they listen right now.
1: Bad. Well, there you go. B- breaking <laughs> news here. So Breaking news. There is an episode of Friday Night Movie where I showed my sisters the legendary Cream of the Crop promo and had Lily from react. From Macho Man, yes. yes from mm-hmm. Macho Man. Oh,
2: my God. So Gigantic. <laughs> don't
1: we would i would love it would be a deep honor if a you could explain under, like, to sister
2: about the amount of <laughs> it, it makes you wonder about the amount of cocaine use in oh the 80s.
3: so much cocaine <laughs> and steroids is terrifying and, yeah everybody was constantly void raging and <laughs> high and on speed oil. at the same time so if one could you
1: explain to my sisters how like to pop culture people who don't care about wrestling what the role of the promo is and then my really big ask here is it would be a great honor for us if we could have a friday night movie promo from a promo master like
3: yourself i'll see what i can do about that but yeah the whole idea of the promo and honestly it's probably one of the more entertaining parts of wrestling especially when you start going back into like the you know the late 80s the 90s that kind of stuff it's just the fact that they are basically selling you on why they're going to beat up that person. And sometimes it gets super deep and personal. Sometimes it's just obviously everyone's high on cocaine, such as the (laughs) Macho Man Cream of the Crop one. Um, And especially if you go back and you watch some of those old Macho Man or Hogan or Ric Flair, I mean, the amount of steroids and cocaine and speed and uppers that are probably just filling the backstage area that they would never admit to now um but everybody was just so intense to try and get you to watch whatever it was you know the saturday night you know saturday morning superstars or you know what was monday raw then for raw is war like their whole job was just like please 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 watch my fight pay the at that point you know forty fifty dollars for wrestlemania or SummerSlam to watch it and they just do their best even oh. if they start breaking blood vessels in their forehead and their noses, because they just scream so loud. It's great. I love it. I don't know how anyone can not watch those and not be entertained.
1: Okay, so if you were going to do a promo, a wrestling promo, for a Friday Night Movie, you just give us a little a little dabble. You're, you know, Imagine the scene. It's 1984. Mean Gene Okerlund is holding the microphone to your face. And the hot lights are on. There's a generic
3: backdrop
1: with just the logo.
3: I am feeling this. I'm feeling this. Now I will say I'm going to move the mic away from my face a little bit because you have to scream. Oh yeah. Otherwise it just doesn't, you know, have any effect. So I'm I'm warning all of your Friday night movie listeners and your two poor sisters that I'm probably gonna scream into the microphone now. Yeah, it's okay. Just so they're ready. <laughs> Do it. Folks, we have here Friday night movie the top three podcasters in all the world they are the rolex wearing the diamond ring wearing kiss stealing wheeling dealing (laughs) limousine riding jet flying son of a gun and they have a hard time keeping those podcast numbers down so something like that yes Yes. ladies and gentlemen the first ever friday night movie
1: wrestling promo
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Now you don't only follow wrestling; you also are one of the official correspondents of for Riverdale, watching Riverdale in the DC area. Right.
3: Obviously, those two go very well together, so it makes total sense that. The same two people that host wrestling are also the same two because we, as Take Two, we're the official podcast for DCW50 here in D.C. Well, so we do a weekly are, show. And we watch
2: soap operas with yes. a lot of violence. Exactly. So.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Wrestling is, is the less violent of the two. It's yeah. the less violent and <laughs> with some of those boxing episodes that they have, experience. it's really not that much less violent. Yeah. But we we do a weekly recap episode for all the CW shows, and me and John, who host Take Two Takedown, we also recover Riverdale and we cover Charmed because obviously we should, and we already are excited to cover Nancy Drew and Katie Keene, which are both going to be coming on this year
1: too. Wow! Oh, so you really have the Archie universe cornered. <laughs>
3: Exactly. Exactly. For some reason, no one else in the Take Two universe uh, wanted to take it on out of the hosts except for me and John. So we're all in.
1: <laughs> okay. So before we before we get into some uh, drama, I just want to talk a little bit of news. Uh, streaming services, Lily and Becky. When is it just too much? Because I feel like Apple TV. Right. A
2: year ago, two years ago. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the, ten services ago.
1: I'll take the I Disney can't. one because they own everything. But Apple TV, really, I wish they would have just bought one of the other ones.
2: Yeah. Like, like,
0: what it merge. Merge. Do a merger. <laughs> all the phone it's companies are merging. They own merge own all it. the streaming services. No, Disney legitimately makes sense because they own most of the content that's out there now. Between ABC, Disney, Fox, Pixar, like they own all of it. It's so
3: fine. And I wouldn't be surprised if Disney ended up buying one of the other ones at some point anyway. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's I mean one of the they're going to make choices. enough money. I don't know Now, did you guys sign up for the Disney Plus with the cheap Labor Day sale that they had? Oops. Cuz that's what we all did at yeah. take two. Should have done. Cuz they they had a sale that you could buy 3 years for 140 what? bucks.
1: What? Which
3: which is that's basically crazy. like Yeah, it's like 350 really a month or something that like that. Yeah. That is right some now, I,
1: predatory undercutting of prices.
3: Oh yeah, cuz they did. I think if they're coming out it's supposed to be 7.99 a month. I think when it drops, then this was gonna equal out to about three fifty a month. That's so it was a one cost of one hundred and forty bucks, and I have it for the next three years. Oh, wild! I'm gonna yeah.
1: We're gonna have to put mom <laughs> on getting us that discount if we can't. Yeah,
2: my mom uh... could definitely get a retroactive discount from any department store, so
1: she can. I have do total it. faith in her then. So, yeah. so Apple TV though they're gonna create content now. You see, like YouTube Red wouldn't have gotten it except once we discovered Cobra Kai. It's worth owning that
3: that 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 service just for that. Which is now gone. There is no YouTube Red anymore. Oh, it's they're YouTube Premium? Down. Yeah, well, they're shutting the doors now. They're not even having people pay. It's supposed to be at the end of October. It's completely done, and everything's just gonna be free. Including Cobra Kai.
1: Oh, wow. I guess we've been paying <laughs> for no reason for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I hope they have a bonus for those loyal customers. So Apple TV is going to try to entice you with some content. I'm going to describe, I'm going to describe the different shows that are available, and we're going to play like a speed round of Buy Rent Man. Now, Craig, do you know how to play Buy Rent Man? Oh, come on! Of course you do. You are played you with us. We played with.
3: It. I love this. Show. I love your guys' show. I okay. listen all the time. I all know right. what Buy so, Rent Man is. Come so, on. so we don't even have to. <laughs> dis-
2: I have to just interrupt you. Mom has to come in once already. Okay, she so, needed huh? me to plug in her phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So the over no under. other chart. But she, how much I
2: is had it? to plug in her phone just now.
1: <laughs> she wants to be on the show. So she bad.
2: wants to be on the show so bad.
3: So bad. Just, just let her on. Just let her on. So,
1: okay. <laughs> so, All the time. So here's a show starring Haley Steinfeld, which is a, like a plus for me. But it's it's about Emily Dickinson, who's a that. writer. Which for me, like already, you're saying it's a movie. What? It's a, what?
0: A writer? Well, it's about books. Watch? You already just lost
1: me. Come on, so. And write. Oh. I'm gonna give a big meh to anything about books. what do you guys say? Emily Dickinson, Haley Steinfeld, Byron Nash.
0: Yes. If it's uh, Haley Steinfeld going back to doing more serious stuff like true grit, I'm interested. If it's Haley Steinfeld doing Bumblebee, less interested. So what kind of Emily Dickinson portrayal is this? I don't
3: think, I she's don't think there robots. are
2: Transformers in
0: it.
3: Yeah, but, but we're not doing true Grit. we're not going true grit either. Yeah, because if you watch exactly. the trailer, she's like twerking at some point it appeared.
0: That's
2: There's-
3: what I'm saying. <laughs> so I don't know where this That's one's gonna fall. Saying.
0: I'm going
2: to go a solid rent. Uh, Cuz I will I I would maybe check it out, but there's it does not sound like a buy. It's not something I'm going to pay for
0: a service for to watch.
3: That's that's fair. Craig, how about you? Yeah, I completely agree. It's a rent. I'm def- It's not worth getting the Apple Plus or whatever for they're calling sure. it just for that. Yeah,
1: I, I'm gonna. So Haley Seinfeld in general is a buy for me, even in her. Do you have
2: like a soft spot for her? Yeah,
1: even in her movie *Barely Lethal*, where she and Sansa Stark are spies. Uh,
2: Nobody, that's not a real movie. It's you a real dreamt movie. that. That's
1: a real movie. You I went saw to it on a plane. sleep,
2: dreamt about that, Give it up.
1: But but the just the, the the premise is so much not for me that I'm gonna have to give it a mess. So let's go with um the next one is called Truth Be Told. It's about families touched by crime, starring Octavia Spencer and Lizzie Kaplan.
0: Interesting
2: weird pairing.
1: And I'm giving you the I shortest like possible description crying. on purpose.
2: Touched by crime, meaning what? Like, are they investigating crimes? Are they social workers dealing with victims? Because, no.
1: Didn't uh-huh. get that far. Didn't is it like a blind picture? No. All right, no. so what do you think? I if I told pass. you Octavia Spencer, Lizzie Kaplan, families touched by crime. No. I love
2: Octavia Spencer, I'd see her in anything. And Lizzie Kaplan deserves to be on something because she's great, but I'm not sure about this contract. I'm not paying.
0: Again, I, I, this is not enough to get me to pay for the service.
1: I don't need another true crime. I need and, you know,
0: obviously we're working up to
2: Jen Aniston and Reese
0: because I'm
1: Craig, paying for that Jen. Craig, Yeah.
3: Kirk, how about you <laughs> I like yeah I mean this isn't even one I'm forget the fact that I wouldn't pay for this even if I did pay for the service I'm probably not going to watch it anyway <laughs> okay, like, so, this so, right. so that's a solid meh not... that's a solid
1: <laughs> meh <laughs> 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 alright so I'm going to meh that one also I just don't need another new crime show true crime show okay now this one the only note I have is it's called Servant and it's M. Night Shyamalan
2: Never. Oh. That guy should not have a TV show. We've already given him too much.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. Take some well, of it back.
3: His whole purpose is the twist at the end. I'm not watching yeah, I'm not 10 watching to 13 it. episodes of a show for a twist in the last Netflix episode.
1: You think Netflix is slow?
2: You think Netflix is slow on the pickup? <laughs>
3: no
1: oh. way. Uh, no, I'll dance. say this. I, I like I like the unbreakable glass sure. split. Those movies. are great. Um, I like I mean, Glass was the weakest, but it was still kind of cool. I wish I'd like to see him do a, a like some sort of actual comic book universe without the twisty twists, but it seems that he can't really survive without the twists. So, yeah, not going to go for that. Okay, now for all mankind, this one's really funny to me because it's like Amazon had what if the Nazis won? Well, this one is what if the Soviets had won <laughs> and yeah. beaten the U.S. to the moon?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, they totally stole the story. Yeah.
1: And I, it, uh, this to me evokes the whole con- there's this great Superman comic called Red Sun where what if Superman had landed in Russia or been a Soviet so I'm somewhat intrigued I'm going to rent for all mankind
2: nope hard pass mm-hmm. I mean Becky's husband's Russian do you feel like loyal to the show you should watch it, I feel loyal to it. Yeah, like I, feel like
1: I feel like that's a rent for you just to see what would happen see if he would say that oh it's pretty accurate
2: that's probably what it's like living at your house
0: no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mull that one over. Greg, how about you? About to I don't want, I really live in enough of like a rushed world. I don't need to exactly. know anything over.
3: You know, no. I think my favorite part of Friday Night Movie is when Shy mentions something like a Superman comic book. And you guys just totally no-sell him on whatever it is he's talking oh, about. Oh, like,
1: Craig, Craig, could you please tell them what no-selling is? This is one of the great wrestling concepts about selling and no-selling. It selling. is. I was telling my little
3: kids this the other day. Where you don't even give him the satisfaction of commenting on his comment. You <laughs> just pretend like it was never even said and just move on.
1: It's like if a wrestler doesn't move on someone, selling is showing that it worked and making it look right. like they got hurt.
3: And no selling is just completely standing there as in, you know, you didn't really punch me because we don't really punch each other. (laughs) That's pretty much what you guys did. Is
2: that done in wrestling, like, by accident? Like, it's like... Or on purpose to make the other guy look bad?
3: Usually it's done to make the other guy look bad, like if there's actual serious animosity between each other. Oh, oh.
2: that's amazing. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and then you have people that uh, you know, were a little more known, uh, especially this was more in like the 80s and 90s, who would, they would come out and they would be the ones that like there would be guys who wouldn't sell. And they'd be like, OK, I will come out and then actually fight you. And I will punch you and body slam you and wow. you'll know that you're supposed to follow this, you know, unwritten rule of selling no matter how you feel personally. So they'll actually fight them. It was, it was pretty good. Here Undertaker go. was one of the ones known to do that pretty well. Wow. Mm-hmm. So See, I'm saying. just giving you guys all kinds this is, of this, is, uh, this I love it. it.
1: Wrestling applies to a lot of things. Okay. There's one called C about a virus that knocks out sight across the That's world. That's
2: with Aquaman.
1: <laughs> you
3: mean Which Aquaman? This
2: is Jason Momoa.
3: He's in it? Yes. Hey, yeah. He's
2: How are it. you not know? Shai, what this is like the biggest know. thing
3: that Apple TV is promoting. It's like all see over
2: the news. With
3: Jason Momoa. <laughs> is he
1: the one that can see? Is he <laughs> yeah. one of the people that can see? Is he playing both brothers? Is it like? <laughs> <laughs>
3: is it- it's it's kids that can see. It seems to be his kids. Because like everybody in the world can't see. And then at some point he has it a like kid. like Bird
2: Box? And but with- It I
3: appears kind of like Bird Box, except they're- it's not that they're yeah. choosing not to see. They literally can't see.
2: No, like the world is blind, so the one eyed man is king. Is that
3: <laughs> <laughs> look at look at you. Except it's a two eyed kid, but close enough. All right, okay. Becky, buy okay. Renderman.
2: man. Oh, bye. I mean I, I you didn't ask Becky. I'm not Becky. Gotcha. <laughs> <Yeah,
1: she's laughs> bye Renter Man, blind document.
0: You know, it it seems pretty gimmicky to me, but again, I could try an app. If it has Jason Momoa because he's so charming. But, um, I mean, I'm already buying Jan Anderson, so I have to have the service, so I might as well just watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of how I feel about it. Is that if I already have the service, because I'm obviously buying I mean, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, are just you like, it doesn't me? matter what they're doing. They'd just be painting a house and I'd watch it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh it, it doesn't make a difference.
2: You guys um, are
1: exactly what Apple was thinking.
2: Yep. Yes. Yeah, no, literally, I'm gonna 100%. Have the service.
1: Craig, blind Momoa.
3: No, I'm I'm totally on board with this. I would watch a shirtless blind Momoa paint houses all the time. <laughs> I'm a happily married man, but he's he is a beautiful specimen of a person. So whether he can see or not, we all can. So it's fine. You you guys have turned me a little bit. I will I will read this. I will rent this because it's. But Momoa. so far,
1: I
2: don't see you having any real motivation regarding this service. No, I? I don't. I
1: don't think so because I'll say this: I'll just come up front. Morning show, Jen and Reese in a show that doesn't look particularly funny. I am not Wait, buying it that. The series are funny. Is it it's funny?
2: Serious. I think it's more on the serious side. Is is it,
1: funny it, it seems like isn't it just like Big Little Lies in a TV show? Is that? I don't know. Whatever. I, I, I mean,
0: I like again. I don't care what they're doing, so but it's I not feel funny. Like- I feel like you should pay for this because I pay for Netflix and Chai pays for Hulu. And I feel like you need to start. I can't
2: watch Hulu. I pay for Spotify. I can't watch Hulu here. And I have my own Netflix and yours. I use both simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> you can have mine. I'll give you my password. <laughs> I also heard that, what didn't Chai, did you send that article that Disney's going to prohibit you or something from sharing your account?
1: Like yeah, that would they're mess up the ecosystem
2: them. of the world. <laughs> Like, that's not possible.
1: It, it's amazing we've gone as long as we have with people being allowed to share their accounts. That's actually because the content because provider cable it, companies we, are terrible.
0: They want to get people as hooked as possible on their content, so when they eventually take take it away from them, they'll be willing to pay for it. It's like giving free drugs to kids. Yeah. Uh, you
3: know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless, I am hearing so someone's rustling. Is someone rustling? Shirtless Jason Momoa, your drugs? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes.
1: yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Is someone rustling their phone? I feel like I heard some rustling on the last thing. Yeah. If it's not me, I can I can cut it it's when I do the edits. It's fine. Don't
0: rustle in front of shine God, God forbid you clickety-clack on a keyboard. No
1: clickety-clack. <laughs> no clickety-clack. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what's a show I would pay for?
0: Jennifer Aniston and Reese
1: Witherspoon? No. No, definitely not. The 90210 Meta Reboot. BH90210. If you told me I had to buy Spike T V to watch this show, <laughs> I loved this. That's
2: like show. me with Shits Creek at this point, I'd buy the network pop pop TV or whatever the <laughs> fuck that is. <laughs> so I can watch that show.
1: I loved this show. Did you all has everyone here finished it?
2: Yes. Define Finish. Okay,
1: so we don't need to go all
2: Define the way.
3: Finish. There's only 6 episodes. <laughs> I guess
2: I did not get a chance to see the whole last episode, but I read a synopsis and it doesn't matter. We can do we can talk about it. I will I clearly already knew that that kid is not his son because who just like walks up to somebody and is like I'm your kid and they're like okay I guess I <laughs> fucked an extra <laughs> like that was so absurd so that reveal like it, it doesn't really matter the story is the least important part of this so you can recap the last step. I I read the oh recap. no I'm I'm not gonna recap the, like the, I'm not gonna it. actually
1: recap the story as much as just say we've now finished the six episodes we have so it ends with uh, spoiler alert it ends with the show the pilot being picked up. But they have to film in Canada for budget reasons, and one of them will be cut from the show.
0: But if Shannon Doherty is making twice as much as everyone, wouldn't it just make sense for her to take the same salary as everyone?
3: And Don't then... go bringing logic into this yeah, show.
2: Just saying. <laughs> so also, let's... I'm pretty sure she's the one. I assume she's getting cut. I read an amazing article that said that she's only in eight minutes.
3: Yeah, um, I was Shirley. actually going to ask you guys if you think it was yeah. her whole thing was filmed in one day.
2: Well, they said that she's mostly filmed on green screens, and it's like a total of eight minutes counted where she's in scenes with everybody. Uh, So uh, it's she's probably not even near them most of the time.
1: I'll go as bold as to say, especially since they gave uh, Andrea, also known as Gabrielle Carteris, an actual role and storyline. I don't think you need Shannon Doherty. It actually gets kind of crowded. It's fine to have her in for the kind of comic relief where she played like hippie Carrie Fisher (laughs) that's the way I described her character but also
2: she's not gonna be a royal bitch and like an like a complete maniac I'm like what's the point I like that they made her nice but like Like, then we're done
0: I feel like she agreed to come on the show so that she could rewrite her reputation for fans as not being totally heinous and if she's not heinous that's kind of not fun not fun yeah yeah so yeah. we want to see her throwing things at the other cast members' faces.
1: So, you know? so the show gets picked up. The romance for Andrea and Emily Andrea. Valentine. What? Andrea. 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 I don't know where.
2: Why
0: Andrea. Andrea? Andrea. I don't, I don't know. Who's Andrea? Are you <laughs> mom now? You Andrea. Just,
1: like, just Fine. The
0: the... It's or? not Andrea.
2: It's Andrea. Andrea
1: Zuckerman. <laughs> <laughs> the, the romance for Andrew Zuckerman and Emily Valentine, we don't even try calling them by their real names. Like Brian Austin Green, I, how many times have called now. him David Austin Green? And I think the show <laughs> embraces the fact that they're barely different characters for us as people watching
3: the show. They
0: lean into that, which is fantastic.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah they're basically
3: just all exaggerated versions of their own characters from well, the show.
0: That's what the whole point with the writer debacle is, is that when she just gets a little bit of insight into who they are as people, she can... Wait. My my
2: favorite thing on our text, like our text group for this show is Becky just writes, I can just like tell you one thing. Shows don't have one writer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I know that there's no point in like talking realism when this show, but Becky's like, there's not, there's like seven, at least seven writers on a show. It's not just one writer. And then after that, I couldn't stop thinking about that.
1: <laughs> well, there were two, but one of them impregnated Jason Priestley's wife by coincidence
2: writer so oh.
1: okay so <laughs> i i so the we get to the end of the show this is a question i have for you all which character won the show like if the show was a. a, a, a
2: oh my
0: a, spelling
1: wow okay
0: 100 percent. go for it pick another name i will battle you Either or one. not even that. I, like, okay. I
2: read a thing that said that like I'm shipping real hard, Jenny and Tori. Like, <laughs> the two of them together. When Jenny Garth taps her boobs and goes, "These aren't real either," <laughs> that was that was pure gold. And when Tori you, you bumps out there and she's like, "Oh my god, I I peed a little bit." <laughs> that's like to me, that
0: was that's genius.
3: I 100%. think, I mean, they could totally Perfection. do their own spin-off show. hundred percent. And I think people would watch it, yeah.
0: We're fantastic together. Yeah, sorry. So go you, ahead. Well, Who well, for well, you two gentlemen was your, was your you know, brought it?
3: Now, why I, while I enjoyed Tori Spelling, and I did enjoy Kelly, and like I said, I think they could do their own show, I think if anybody's going to come off this with doing something else, it's, you know, the aforementioned David Austin Green. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think he came off as like, an actual person and you know everybody's like hey he kind of pretty much looks the same he's just kind of hotly older and hotter and so he's probably going to do another movie or something else based on this whereas everybody else they're just going to stay here or do sharknadoes
0: i i will say i actually really agree with you that what i enjoyed about his character and his performance is that it seemed like it was just he was being himself and he wasn't trying and he wasn't you know, he wasn't doing anything phony or fake. It felt like, Oh, this is who David Austin green really is.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where, just... Whereas David yeah. silver was always trying so hard.
0: Right. And, uh, but, and I associate, you know, him from like the Megan Fox years where he just kind of seemed like, huh, what are you doing? Right. altar right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was just there. Yeah. Like kind of like honestly a little bit trashy. Like I didn't really get it. Um, and then now seeing him on the show is actually really nice to be like, oh, you, like look at look at you just being a nice guy. And anyway, I did I do agree I enjoyed it, but nothing for me comes close to the joy that Tori felt. Well, you? Know, I just
2: have to tell you that you know that Gabrielle Carter Carterus, oh, I does. say her, name, Andrea, Carteris, Andrea, um, did just actually win. The, I know. I saw that. Yeah, that so she's the, the, the she's thing. the like president of a SAG actor in real life she's mm-hmm. been the president since 2016 and do you know who she beat out to win this year Matthew Modine oh,
0: oh yeah that's right oh. it was a hotly contested fight yes. yes. it was oh. like a very dirty election apparently
1: oh, really
0: I, yeah I,
2: I, this is the, fascinating I was, and I was something really saying that like the show probably helped boost her to win
1: She's great to maintain
0: her reign.
1: It makes As me he... want her to be in charge of any guild that I could be in. I would want.
0: She's very trustworthy with and good. Very things.
1: organized. Very and adult. Looks... It's, it's the glasses. And that's looks a lot like our mom.
0: I have to say, that's the only weird part of watching this show for me is that she freely looks like our mom. It's What's very like
1: weird. Like her worried face looks like mom's worried <laughs> slash surprise slash falling exactly. asleep face. Exactly. <laughs>
0: bit weird now
1: what did i agree no. by the way tori spelling won the show i think that well and, and and jenny garth is a runner-up it's clear that they are the ones who had the vision for this and were the most lighthearted about themselves and you all know i'm an early adopter of tori Spelling's show so notorious yes. everyone should go back and watch that, that is, show
0: that's
2: true no, she's no like, one she's no so, one should go
3: back and watch
2: that show. no she's <laughs> so much more talented
0: than than she ever was on i know yeah Like, Um, But but I think think for me, what was so surprising about this, truly surprising, I can't believe how much I like the show, is that it is the first time I have seen a reboot, quote unquote, I mean, because this is somewhat of a reboot. Um, that actually is w- different and brings something new to the story that you didn't get previously. That opens it up to um, it's
2: like episodes if it, everybody was from Friends,
0: it, like
2: it's, if it's such a great. They concept. got all the friends, everybody to act like themselves, but like different, like not real versions of themselves, like the way you get the insight into Matt LeBlanc on episodes but it's all of them and we all i think if you loved the show as a a kid then there's just so much nostalgia it's like a nostalgia bath (laughs) it's so good and the writing's good the writing's Writing's pretty good good. right it's a lot of zingers
1: so okay nostalgia bath Allie loves the show every time the song turns on she yeah, smiles yeah she smiles like i pause it like if she has to walk out and do something i pause it so she can hear it because it makes her just so happy so with man. with the man, man. guest stars with the guest stars who what did you think of the various guest stars you had emily valentine you had the mother oh, you had they're ray they're pruitt great. i felt like there was too much emily valentine the, too, a bit there too was much a of lot. Knowledge. She she yeah. drove too many character. parts. Of, she drove too many parts of the show. That's a good point. <laughs> too much revolved around her coming into room and like telling them what was happening.
0: Well, maybe she is. She really a TV executive, and maybe that's how they got the show greenlit. And then part of the deal is that she had to be like on the show. Like that's a theory. I don't think she's actually Never a enough. TV executive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a big stretch if she is, but it's possible. I don't know. I don't think the mom's really a therapist.
2: She might be. I mean, at this point, I think this is more of a reality show than we are aware of. <laughs> All
1: right, predictions is it predicts if there's a season two? What do you guys predict for season two?
0: Okay, Kelly and Brandon, something's gonna have to happen there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know that. Do you think Donna and David are gonna get together?
1: No. Think...
0: Each have so many kids, and like, I just don't see them breaking up their actual fake TV show marriages <laughs> to mm-hmm. get together. But I do feel like Kelly and Brandon are going to rekindle briefly only for something explosive to tear them apart. You know, that love-hate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of shenanigans filming in Canada. A lot of, like, funny Canadian... I would love... I playing into the whole fact that they're shooting in canada because they're not going to try and hide it you know whereas a lot of other shows try to hide the fact that they're shooting in I Canada. i would
1: love to see them all adjusting to canada that would crack me up plus because <laughs> jason priestley's canadian the amount of he jokes is. that they could make it's his expense be, yeah. would be incredible
3: uh-huh.
1: craig how about you what do you see happening in season two
3: well i'd actually be interested if they did do it and they did film in canada but still pretended like it was beverly hills so you have them, you know, in the dead of winter having to wear California style <laughs> clothes <laughs> with like fake palm trees behind them. Because I think you got a whole nother slew of, you know, jokes and scenes and, you know, storyline you can do that way. It, it, I think we all agree that Shannon's probably the one gone and she should be because she really didn't bring yeah, that did. much to the show. Um, but it, it's weird because I, I I obviously watch the show if it comes back, but I don't want like 13 or 22 episodes of this show. Six is right. I don't right. think it's. I don't think it's going to be that good. Six <laughs> is right. And six yeah. is exactly right. Yeah, was six
1: was,
0: that was genius of them.
1: Nobody's right watching
0: 17 watching to 20 honest. of these episodes. There was, there was barely enough story to keep it together for six episodes. Just
1: enough to pay Tori's mortgage bills. And I have, That's I have for real. People
0: while they're filming this pilot what like why are they all staying at a hotel i didn't i did i miss something i was also wondering i was wondering that
2: because in my head i'm like maybe they like it, it's just too far to get to this set though i'm pretty sure they all live in
0: la You're Like, don't they all live in la so why what's this like weird hotel clubhouse they're all living in I don't know. No one knows that that wasn't explained. I didn't miss something when I stepped that's out of the just, room.
1: That's where people make shows, they, in hotel bars. It's I not. don't know. <laughs> right,
3: don't, don't all casts of shows just live in the same place together? Isn't that how TV works? I mean, I assumed when I went to school that all teachers just lived in the same house together. So I assume. Well, that, that's <laughs> fair. It,
0: it's almost that like I the person it. who wrote this, like, believes that. Like, that's like it, it was their first time writing a show, and they thought, and then we all live together in a big, fun hotel.
1: No? All right. <laughs> okay. Well, um, speaking of a how, cast... Wait, oh, sorry. Go I was, ahead.
0: Uh, no, I was gonna say... no, go ahead.
1: I was going to move on to it's Riverdale, just... but if you don't want to... Then... No,
2: no, no. How could you... None of you mentioned Denise Richards, who got her start well, not what... on well, I didn't know
1: at what point you got yeah. into the show. No, I, the whole...
2: I read the recaps. So I know everything. It
1: was a great bit because I personally... Enjoyed the takedown of Anna the writer. Like, they had built her up throughout the whole show as this sort of modern, you know plucky character and then at the end of the by the end of this show the way she sort of brushes off ian zering she's not interested in not even that she's not interested in. Him, she wants she's happy to use him but he's too old for her and she gets fired for not being a good writer because everybody hated the pilot because there's no way she was a good writer i didn't believe it yeah. any, right she she didn't even write the show well in the first place she had to have mm-hmm. ian zering like save it for her so yeah. She increasingly became an unpleasant character, so I enjoyed the takedown. And the Denise Richards part was the final nail in that coffin.
0: Yeah, she,
3: well, except she, for the she was, was on that the that, uh,
2: original Nino, right? In one episode.
3: But she looked like she had had a Joker's Smilex gas face because her face was all tight and. Obviously, yeah, had some she's work had done like, on Yeah. I, that was She's not... a real
2: housewife of some. Place. Of Beverly
3: Hills. Yes. Of. She housewife. Yes. Oh, is it
2: Beverly, is it Beverly
0: Hills?
1: Yeah. She's <laughs> she is a housewife. Yeah. She is a housewife. But apparently, it comes off very well. The official housewife correspondent of our podcast, Katie Jones, reports that she is one of the likable housewives on that show.
0: Wow, well, these records is likable. You know things are tanking when. <laughs> <laughs> like, our She seems like a nice person. No. Not really. Does she?
1: I mean, I'd pick her in the her or Charlie Sheen battle if that's what you're oh, asking okay.
0: me. I, mean, I would pick her, but then you still have to think about someone whose judgment led them to Charlie
1: Sheen. So Sheen's a very charming man. Okay, <laughs> Riverdale, a show that could yeah, use yeah. Charlie Sheen in a cameo role, a hundred percent, is Riverdale. Great. Who
0: would he play?
1: Who would, would he, he play? Be like a
0: forgotten serpent or something.
3: Frère but... Poutine. I don't know. Like the <laughs> he'd, be, he'd obviously be the former leader of the Serpents. Oh yeah, before Jughead's dad took over. Yeah, like it's
0: saying like he like he would be the new what's her name? Pe- when well, it's not not Pennywise because that's from It. Penny Poison. Penny <laughs>
1: Penny, Penny.
0: the bad lady?
1: Penny Rattlesnake. Whatever I'm her right. name was. What's her name? The bad lawyer. So oh, the,
0: the the evil serpent who like.
1: The one who gets almost killed and then has like an eye
3: patch or something. She's like
0: losing an eye. Like Jughead takes her eye or something. <laughs> oh my god! I heard. This that show is ridiculous
3: when you think about. <laughs> I right.
0: heard that um... she and Gina Gershon have a huge battle at the end. They like try to murder each other.
1: So okay, let's Not, just talk you know, a little no, bit. Hey. Spoilers for for season three abound in this next. I'm gonna just throw a couple of concepts out here. And then I'd like Lily to try to make sense of it. So in the final couple of episodes, it is revealed that one of the villains in the show is harvesting organs of kids has reanimated the dead body of or not reanimated but is holding the dead body of jason blossom the brother who died in the first season just like keeping him propped up and formaldehyde for people to talk to and oh, what do you
0: mean, this? i think i so. didn't mean to be the last episode but uh, the and what do you mean talk to him
1: he, like to get fortune i'm gonna ask craig otherwise? to explain that in a second
3: but is and- he alive <laughs> And no, then, this is more fun trying to hear you explain. And it, then I think.
1: after the and after the episode ends, and they survive whatever hunt of the of the children that happens because Cheryl Blossom's mother tries to hunt them in the woods. They survive and they make it, and then they flash forward to the following spring, where all you see is Jughead, Archie, uh, Betty, and Veronica in front of like a fire burning their clothes and they're all covered in blood and then the season ends and they're like we can never talk about this ever again so
3: what what do you make of that well first of all i have to cut you off because jughead isn't there oh he isn't yeah, there it's archie betty veronica because they take jughead's hat and they throw it in the fire and they say we can never speak about this again Allah, yeah. i know what you did last summer and then they go to them clinky uh, milkshakes and pops.
0: Did they kill Jughead? No, we don't like, know.
3: That's what they, we don't they know.
0: Fake Jughead's death. I bet you they have to fake Jughead's death.
1: I mean, they've already faked Archie's death at least once, right?
0: Who's the Gargoyle King in the end?
1: Oh, it God. was
3: Cheryl Blossom's mom.
1: Cheryl Blossom's mom.
0: It was the Gargoyle King? Which, mm-hmm. to
1: me, actually, is one of the great payoffs because in the episode of The Midnight Club, which is one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen... Mm-hmm. One of the great moments of that is Madeline Patch playing Cheryl Blossom's mom and doing her weird nerd dance. And I feel like the weird nerd dance is so much more powerful when, in the end, the person who did that nerd dance is the person who's been ruthlessly murdering everybody in town of
3: all ages. Because she she was using Chick, the supposed half-brother of Betty... She like pulled him up and that's okay. who she was Look, like guys, using to do her dirty work. I
2: want you to, to maybe just try um play this last five minutes back to you guys. <laughs> so you can hear yeah. the direct yeah. that yeah. you three listen to and watch he literally on television the
0: when you watch it. Because
2: this is phenomenal. Now I need to ask a, a pertinent question. Is this a show you would actually recommend to somebody? Or it's either like you're in or you're out?
1: The way I no. recommend it to people no. is, you have to watch it to get through season three because season three is a pièce de résistance. I don't know if they'll ever achieve what they achieved in season three again. It was so crazy.
0: I, I think you're either in or you're out. I don't think it's a show you recommend.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. I that's, you want
0: to I find can't. other people who watch it that you like are at I a dinner. That's like a little something. club. Like, what are you watching? I don't open with Riverdale. Now, are the youngins watching this? Is this something that, like, teenagers
2: are watching? I
3: think oh, dear no. God, I hope not.
2: People in their
0: late 30s and 40s. Actually. Is it that, like,
2: like, when we were kids, would we be in high school watching this show? Uh,
1: I mean, this show makes Nano 90210 look like Romper Room.
2: Yeah, for real. There isn't an really episode does, that yeah. goes
1: by without it. I
2: know it... was so racy when we were kids.
1: Oh, yeah. Mom didn't... Mom... Really...
2: Mom, oh my God, we've talked about this before. She wouldn't shut up. <laughs> oh, that Kelly. Not a, No, no, girls, girl, we had to kick her out of the room. <laughs> I stopped watching her. she drive me nuts.
1: Okay, if you were doing a mashup of Riverdale and 90210, who is the Archie of 90210? And remember the way Archie is portrayed in Riverdale, I would say as pretty, but brawny, but also dumb as rocks.
3: Steve... I think well. No, maybe. I think I think Steve's too dumb.
1: <laughs> you think Steve's dumber than Archie? I think so. I think Archie at he least has than some Archie. intelligence. I don't think and Steve, talent. I don't think Steve is pretty enough because in his mullet years, it's just unacceptable. That's
0: good point. That's a good maybe point.
1: Maybe David is the. Uh, I'm gonna. Archie. I I, I will go. I would go maybe David because of the abs.
0: That's a good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Then. And... Donna's Betty? And here's the thing. Who's the, jug, who's the emo Jughead? Is it Dylan who's emo? It's, Dil- or it's Dylan. It, I think that was or versus. Brandon who was on the school paper with Andrea? Who is
1: it? Oh, so you're saying <laughs> Jughead is it's actually not- a Dylan-Brandon mashup.
0: Yeah, it because is- Brandon was
2: the intellect. They're obviously Dylan the inspiration the... for him. Really, the only important part of this conversation, as is a shout-out to our dear Lons, is that it seems like Betty and Jughead Bughead Bughead. are back together in real life
3: in real life they are in real life they are back together they are back
2: together (laughs) so like that was a close one guys
3: the world is safe don't worry
2: for some reason I'm bothered by the fact that they might break up and I don't even watch the show but they seem like a good couple
3: they're they're, They're so pretty
2: both of them
1: they're a cute couple and they're private but just not private enough to promote the show right (laughs) right
3: Oh, exactly oh. and it seems like in the, the trailer they have for season four it looks like everybody's back together because you got betty and archie or not or you got veronica and archie back together you got betty and jughead being happy couples so i'm assuming the first half of the season
0: right will but be like, all
3: happy and lovely for everyone
0: the way that they free up archie is just by shipping josie off and being like i guess she's going on tour
1: no the whole thing was to use a wrestling analogy. They oh, were and cute. I'll have Craig I'll have I'll have Craig explain this. They were putting over Josie by putting her in the relationship with Archie so that she can go and be part of her spin off show. Right now, Craig, she's would part you like to Katie would you like yeah, to be part of the
3: Katie Keynes.
1: Would you like to explain the concept
0: of putting someone
1: over to my sister?
0: And anyway, she's getting a spin
3: Yeah, they basically took Josie, put her into a main storyline that really she had no purpose in. Except for Archie to be there and be like, Hey, look at this girl, she's kinda cool. Uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, in a few months you're gonna have a spin off show that she's like a major part of. And they because uh, it's Katie Key where like it's all it takes place in New York. And they and
1: they do that and Katie. they do that in wrestling all the time. You bring you wanna bring in a new wrestler and raise their program or raise their profile, they get in like a feud with someone that's really
3: famous. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, sometimes, that's exactly what they did with yeah, this.
0: exactly. Exactly. Okay, I see what and, you're saying. And, and sometimes so they people her into the center storyline in order to to boost her so she can now go off and have her own Joe and people
3: will remember and who people remember who she is. Yeah, exactly. if, I mean, if you think about it, if they didn't do that, you barely saw Josie at all in that third season. If you didn't that's have true. that story, does line. she warrant her so be own a... show,
2: though, guys?
1: No, not at all. You know. <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, I watch it and are not as, as uh, uh, We're at, supposed to. And as you will watch in wrestling, sometimes they do that, and nobody buys that wrestler, and everyone
3: just boos because they don't want to yeah. see them anymore. <laughs>
2: Did you see, Craig, did you see um, Fighting With My Family, the movie? I did
3: see Fighting With My Family. I great loved movie. Fighting With My Family. It is a great movie. Even, I feel and, like
2: there's like a niche of, like, we need more wrestling movies. I love Glow. The Wrestler it, with Mickey Work is fantastic. Exa- well, not, see, now
3: now we are in a wrestling good time of movies, because you got to remember there was also, like, No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan and Ready to Rumble with David Arquette, which were horrible oh, movies. I, wait, wait, hold on, I love Ready to Rumble. <laughs> I love Ready to Rumble. You're, I think I think you're a very finite minority there. Sorry.
0: I don't admit everything.
3: <laughs> I love the final fight in that. In
1: that, I love the final fight in that movie. Do
0: you think you were always this sure of yourself, or it's just come of like adulthood for you? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Your confidence. Crap! You watch is a scounding <laughs> child. Exactly. I
1: will rule you. That's Oliver Platt's line. That's the only thing that's not super believable about that
3: movie. <laughs> is that oh, Oliver oh, Platt is a wrestler? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I do have to ask you guys about Riverdale. I don't know if you saw, but the first episode they're actually doing when they premiere is called "In Memoriam," where it's all about Luke Perry oh, dying. That's is. the entire first episode. I thought episode. they weren't
2: going to kill him on the show. No,
3: they're killing him on the show that episode is oh. going to be all about how he dies you know they haven't said how or why and they're dealing not... with it and then the second episode Sarah i mom. think it's they gotta yeah, make like, it serve the story if he's who, gonna die that's what i think yeah, i don't know if they're, they're gonna make it part blood? of the story or just kill him. but,
0: but maybe Shannon, they're covered in blood
3: Maybe. I don't know. Shannon Doherty's in the episode. That's all I know. Really? And
0: what?
2: Yeah,
3: she's coming into that episode. I don't know how. I don't into know why. Into in the In
2: Memoriam episode? Is it the,
3: a crossover, the, the one you've Riverdale, been waiting
2: for? I could only hope. <laughs> I mean,
3: they come in and say, you know, he actually had a different life before he came to Riverdale and he lived in Beverly Hills. That would be beautiful. Here's the thing: Fred
1: Andrews had been almost killed like two or three times already in the show. So if they're going to actually have him die, it really has to move that story forward. It has to be part of something bigger than just Archie moping, in my view.
0: That would be good. Wait, but um, I just want to bounce back to BH90 one more one more moment to say that I liked that in that first episode. They acknowledge that, acknowledging, oh, we're not actually all here. But then I kind of wish at other points throughout. This,
2: brought he, they brought they, him up at least twice.
0: They mentioned it. I don't remember that they, one. They
2: brought him up twice, one on that panel, and then, yeah. I mean, not they brought him up twice, like, twice, but then they moved on.
0: Moments throughout where they're missing him, because I was missing him.
3: I could see that, but then... You- that's almost like a serious note and there was not really anything serious much about that show that's true about bhr so sure all so i'm sure those actors it up.
2: are very sad right
3: yeah and and yeah. honestly i know you guys kind of talked about it before i don't even know if luke perry would have worked on the show
2: yeah. like i don't he think he agreed to it like he didn't, think, yeah he like, wasn't yeah. going to yeah. i mean
3: i i don't think even if he had agreed to it i don't know how he would have fit in no, of, I don't you know, think all I he Fred exactly Andrews, all the mm-hmm. deep enough. And, and
1: he's terrific as Fred Andrews, and, I, and I'm not saying that that's going to be his iconic a role as Dylan McKay, but but he, that performance is so solid, it is not a Sharknado situation. You don't,
0: you don't no. think mm-hmm. Fred Andrews will hold necessarily? It could necessarily hold the test of time the way Dylan McKay does. Yeah, Shy. Dylan McKay is slightly more iconic than his three seasons as Fred Andrews. Well, well that might
3: be to us, but you gotta look at people in high school now watching this. They don't know who Dylan true. McKay is.
1: I will say
2: a lot of. Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
3: Oh, that's right. (laughs) Oh, he was so good at that. Pike? Yeah.
1: Pike.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) I wanted a whole. I mean, they should have. I would have loved more of him and Christy Swanson. Um, Okay. Well, as we wrap up, we love to do our shout outs and our recommendations. I will kick off our shout outs and recommendations, and I will give a shout out to the Take Two podcast crew. Craig, thank you so much for being here. People should really check out that. Um, that podcast network and the show the spotlight show um, and Tony and Brian and Roy and even John even John (laughs) even John even John your co-host you guys are fantastic and do you
2: think um, Brian's gonna be jealous that oh he's he is so
3: jealous I told him last week he's so jealous I love it
1: We'll have Brian on again soon. Brian's been on twice already, and um, and he's had me co-host. It's you know uh, we will we will have him soon. Lily always asks for Brian, so in fairness, Craig, you know Brian also doesn't have the Riverdale special special. Um, the Riverdale um, expertise that you do, so no,
3: but he does. We we do our mutual 90210 fans from back in the day. We've discussed our love of 90210 and Baywatch numerous I, I, times before. I honestly before.
1: think that we're just going to have to talk about 90210 on a regular basis now on the show. So, and, no, I'm and,
3: totally down with that. And, and then we, I mean, the best part about 90210 because me and Brian just talked about it yesterday was when Kelly and Dylan first kissed, and damn, I wish it was your lover by Sophie B Hawkins played. Ah! And we were both reminiscing about how great of a scene that was because Donna and Brenda were off in Paris. And that wow. was first yeah. time.
1: Okay. That was the best yeah. season of the show. I love
0: when they were in That was the
1: best season of the show. We go to Paris. I uh, the other shout out I want to give is to our dear friend Ash. She's one of my fellow co hosts of The Gold Nerds. She and I have gotten back to start recording season two of Behind the Behind the Music. We already yes. taped our Duran Duran <laughs> episode yesterday. We are taping TLC tomorrow. And then we're gonna include a couple of lost episodes in the season, which include our episode about the vanilla ice behind the music and the heart behind the music so we're very excited to be back at this we're gonna probably drop like a whole bunch of episodes as a season two sometime later this year and that's what i got lily shout outs rex
2: um rex i would like to say that we have started watching a show called luther that's old. It's was it's off the air. But if you're into, like, serial killer, murdery kind of shows with, like, lots of good acting and a bit, like, I jumped a few times. Um, it's British drama. It's on my Netflix. I don't know if it's on your guys' Netflix. And you. Know, it is. It's the it, one with
3: it, Idris Elba, right?
2: Exactly. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's great. It's so far, I, we're watching. I'm in season two, and it's it's good. We kind of like had like a bit of a lull. We went through like the boys, mine hunter, uh, casa de papel, money heist, or whatever, uh, in like two weeks, and had nothing to watch. And uh, I've always been curious, so I'm down. Well, that's like very it. cool. Uh,
1: uh, I'll say. Up. I'll say. Where dar- do we
2: show gap in your? I'll
1: say reading? if you're. I'll say if you're looking for a gap and you want to see something intriguing that you've never seen before, Dark Crystal. But I'm not. I'll go into detail on that another on another episode.
0: Oh, do you have to? Yes. yes. I mean, I would <laughs> like to. I watched the show with subtitles, with you explaining every scene to me, and I still do not understand a single thing.
1: I'm a few minutes away from the last from the, uh, the end of the last episode of the season, and that is that show is quite an achievement. It I'm just very, happy you cool. happy.
2: Can I just ask you a question? I read something yesterday, I think, that said that Mark Hamill's doing another voice of another bad guy on well, another oh, show. Oh, Hold on a
1: second. Mark Hamill... Did
2: that poor guy get like a, a role where he appears?
1: So, first that's of all... not Star Wars? Since Star Wars, Mark Hamill has doing? become... Craig, doing? please back me up on this. One of the most iconic voice actors of our time. He did the Joker... In the Batman animated series, we get
2: it, but like, give the guy a person role, somebody.
1: <laughs> no, you. The problem with the giving spark. him any sort of person role be... is you only see Luke Skywalker. I, what's Bro, his I, I have to say I like Old Hamill a lot. Have you seen Briggsby Bear, Craig? He he is good in that. He is he good is. in that. I want to see. Yeah, I'd him.
2: I'd buy him as a non-Luke. I'd
1: like. I'd like him maybe mentoring, a young. Late thirties, early forties podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to working on soft, buttery
3: tones with him. Yeah, exactly. I just maybe we could just watch that
1: about voice work. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Becky, what are you watching? What do you recommend?
0: I think I've already recommended. Great British Baking, new season. I probably already recommended it. You watched it with Now,
3: wait daughter. a minute. Before we get into this, is it not annoying that it's every week they release a new episode as opposed to the entire series? Because I'm upset about that because I watch it as well.
1: I'm not. I, I miss it, the era of people having to wait for things. No, I hate
3: it.
0: It's crushing me. Every day I check back. I'm like, is it today? Is it today? Is it when today? I, do, I, I only want to watch I that
2: show with you, with you Becky, where wanna... you talk about their genes. Like I want to sit on the couch and watch it with you. This is the first season or whatever that season we watched together where you talk about the old hosts genes.
0: I tell you, Shy's younger daughter and I watch it like we're watching a full contact sport. There is like serious <laughs> commentary, shouting, reviewing of old plays. Like she and I For are a very six year old, she has
1: incredible recall of
3: that show.
0: Incredible recall and baking knowledge.
3: See, I uh, feel that there's a spin-off missing, Becky, where someone will be an American and come to the British Bake Off, so when they say, make biscuits, like, they will legitimately make Popeye's make, biscuits. biscuits, and they'll be like, I don't understand. You meant cookies? Why didn't you say cookies? Okay.
2: <laughs> like, I feel like that could
3: be an entire person on that show that I would just, just enjoy. Just making
0: the wrong
3: version. Just making but, the real version of stuff you know, and not the weird British word for things. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so that's back great, little by little. It's a great storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're getting out of withholding that show for me, but, but they're bringing them one at a time. So I'm watching that, and then all the other stuff I've, you know, we've mentioned already. So I'm and I, I, want to put a question.
2: Quick, we got a uh, new TV. Te- we haven't got a new TV in my house in 11 years, and we just purchased our first tv in a, over a decade and things have changed a lot and it's a very large tv it was on sale so we bought it and i feel like um i need like a good rec of like what to see in 8k or whatever the fuck that is
1: no, nothing is available Nothing's... in 8k really <laughs> They, like, the, the guy was like, this is at the which, best TV ever. The amount ever. at which you got hoodwinked. You buy it.
2: Wait, uh, I'm, I'm texting Shai. I'm like, should I buy this TV? Shai's like, 8K doesn't exist. I go to the guy, but it doesn't exist. He goes, Yet? Doesn't exist yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, shy. she says it's going to exist one day. Shy's so like, you're an idiot.
1: <laughs> and, and this is where <laughs> this is where like Lily is actually the shy because I, yeah. I would usually normally buy the big crazy a technology. Situation. But I think. We...
2: Anyways, I'm putting out. I'm putting out there into the Twitterverse. What should I watch on this big screen TV?
1: I think I'm. I'm looking. Well, have you seen Avengers Endgame yet? I have not. Should I, I see that? I think you should watch there? that in 4K, 8K, also because I need to know what sense you make of the end of that movie.
0: Okay, that's a good one. To, that's a good big action movie. i also movie. love to know after you see it, have you seen Captain Marvel? I have not. Should oh, I see that? Oh, you should watch
1: Captain Marvel, too. Captain, watch Marvel, Captain
0: Marvel. Watch Captain Marvel first, and then in-game, and then tell me, what are the rules with Captain Marvel? That's good. <laughs>
2: She's, <laughs> she's like all powerful, you yeah. say, but yet she can't like run around the block.
1: Oh, no, no, no. In <laughs> Avengers Endgame, she she single handedly solves like everyone's problem, yet needs a squad. It's very confusing.
0: Yeah, I just want to know, like, it's about because it's her
1: squad is ladies. That's why. One What I right. right. Women
2: are less powerful. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> all right. Good. Thank you. Problem solved. Forget you, Twitter. I don't all need right. your recommendation. Oh, <laughs> need you. <laughs>
1: All right, the big moment we've been
3: waiting for, Craig. This is way too much pressure now. This is way drama. too much pressure. Now, I don't know if any of you care about this, but I will say on Hulu, the Wu-Tang, an Ooh. American saga. I want to watch that. Is it a documentary it is, or is it, it a It is amazing. Drama? It's, a, it's That's like not a reenactment. Awesome. I just ah. can't yeah. watch it. It's a, it's a reenactment of them, so it's you know different people playing all of them. But the the kid, because it's when they're all in, you know younger, who plays awesome. RZA. Is amazing in the role like and obviously the music's great and stuff like that But I think they actually did a really good job Whether you know this true story of everything that happened and how they formed or whether you don't uh, They did a really good job, but they're doing it weekly which again annoys me and releasing it on woo Wednesdays um, And putting out but I think they're four episodes deep now out of eight um, So it's really good. Is that I mean, a limited it's definitely something series? worth checking out. Yeah, it's only eight episodes. so That's all they're doing
1: I'm very very interested in that cuz I don't know a ton about them. I find all the characters so interesting and kind of mysterious. Like is ODB a main character? There's got
3: I Oh don't. yeah, he's in it. He's in it. Okay. There's just the people they have playing all of them are really good. They do a really good job of, you know, sort of emulating the the real life characters without making it too over the top.
2: Oh, um, were they involved for, in oh, the making Basics. of it?
3: They were. Riza and Jiza actually produce it. I think Riza helped awesome. write it. Um, I'm and... surprised he's
1: not acting in it because he is himself. I was going to yeah. say, oh, yeah. he's an actor.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, I'm surprised he's not in it. But
1: he that's was great, great in Ghost Dog. It. Oh, yeah. I love He's great. And on
2: Californication. He's in Californication. He's great. Ghost Dog is one of the best movies. Um, I,
1: I, I think, I so I've seen Jizza in concert. I've never seen more. I don't think I've seen any other Wu-Tang guys in concert. But that was a pretty awesome show. I, in general, love a good rap uh, biopic. So I loved the Notorious B.I.G. one. I forget the name of that one. Notorious. Uh, oh, Notorious. That was the name of it. I sorry, I mixed not it up. That, not mixed, that hard to remember. I, well, I mixed it up with So Notorious with Tory spelling. Oh, and, of course. And, of course, um, easily, and easily confused. I there. love, I love that movie. I thought that was fantastic. Obviously, Stranded Compton that was one of the best movies I saw that year. And um, another one that is not a true story, but I think it's like the Spinal Tap of of rap is C.B. Four which i don't know if you se- remember that movie with chris rock was one with those- chris rock of yeah. course it's from mm-hmm. sort of a long time ago that movie ages really really well if you go back and you watch it i watched it recently it is a bitingly intelligent movie it is really really smart and i and i and i imagine there there are references to things that probably i didn't know about at all when i saw that movie the first time that now i get because so much more of the background and the story of all the various rap stars is known that 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 movie is that movie is i highly recommend going back and watching that movie to anyone who hasn't seen it all
3: now right, so, have you watched any of hip-hop evolution on netflix now that we're in this whole hip-hop talk because no I there's not. a show called hip-hop evolution where and it's like you know a real documentary show where they talk about the various you know the rising up of rap the rising up of hip-hop the you oh, know right. sugar hill gang coming into it because they just released uh four new episodes in that series Ooh, i gotta check two that. Of which all are about uh biggie and Pac. Uh, oh wow that's awesome and I did just watch East versus West
1: yeah I did just watch Beat Street um, uh, which was really a nice uh, experience Beach Street from the 80s oh yes yeah uh, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, a great show which I I, <laughs> hope, a great movie
1: I, I hope that's mm-hmm. featured in the in the documentary because
3: maybe it isn't I don't know you'll see
1: you'll all see. Right, all right cool don't worry <laughs> all right any other shout outs or, or, or recommendations Craig
3: um, and of course you know listen to us. Uh, take two podcast and all of the various shows we have the spotlight the realm the wonderful wrestling show you can follow us take two Podcast. you can follow the wrestling show alone at take two takedown uh we there's clash of champions tonight happening right now the uh, wrestling it started pay-per-view. already these things it are like start, 12 it hours started long. at five o'clock yeah. oh my gosh um so it started started now it'll probably go on for another like eight hours um, so you can watch it. You can talk to us about it. You can get into wrestling again, just like Shy did, and we can rem- help you remember why it was so good. It can in be the therapeutic. It's very therapeutic exactly. for me. Therapeutic I find it very relaxing. Shai and when you try and talk to your sisters about it, and they just don't care at all, you can mm-hmm. text us and email us about it and tweet <laughs> us about it, because that's what we're here it's for. It's out we're- of love. <laughs> it's out of love.
1: That that's yeah. fantastic. And where can people follow you, sir?
3: Oh, and you can follow me, it's Night Batman, uh, N I T E Batman. Um, because I have a very weird, strange obsession with him, and that's what I'm gonna be when I grow up one day.
1: Okay. Cool. All right, and Becky, where can people follow you? At
0: Paper BK Princess on Twitter.
1: And Lily.
0: GTK Gomez
2: on Twitter. That would be C H I C H I.
1: I love that, that Becky's romantic. daughter calls you Tia Chi Chi now. Yes, that, she does. That the nickname has and been And your fully... daughter
2: was like, who's that?
3: <laughs> I, <so> was, <laughs> no, no, I meant no, no. to call you that this entire episode, too, and I totally That's okay.
0: Heard. You don't, don't have to. Don't. Becky's <laughs> kid does. Of the nickname Tia Chi Chi. Well, she can say it. Wouldn't you rather she says, like, a name instead
3: of so a no are, name? L's are pretty
1: hard for it.
2: My son is three, and he like randomly goes, "Mommy, Willy Willie." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Just don't, don't don't say that name. Just call me mommy."
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And Sounds you can, so and you can follow me at Pancake Four Table, Pancake the number four table, on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all the Friday night movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie. And uh, the music will kick in in our minds and hearts, and we will dance. And we will say the often lauded I love you's. Bye guys.
0: Bye. Love you,
1: Lo- love you guys.
0: So <laughs> well, good to have you, Craig. This is fabulous.
2: Something just moved behind you.
1: It's a ghost?
2: ghost? I'm here alone. I'm assuming it was a ghost. Oh my
1: goodness, this is the beginning of a horror movie. This is.
2: Back for real, and you're like weird, blurred out shadow background? I was... Oh, I... it's your hand, blurred behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, there's something blurry coming up from behind your chair. This feature <laughs> is <isn't laughs> not appropriate. It was so weird, I that was like a. You guys don't have your blur on. No. Um, okay, wait. Sure, Try. Right. Okay, I'm just gonna. Works. I'm gonna tell you this story fast. So you texted me constantly during your back to school night, like all the ridiculous shit that's like hilarious. I guess you can't say it because people could listen from your neighborhood. No,
1: no, actually, they're bona fide I went to a party last night, and one of the dads was like, "I listen to your podcast." You're like uh, shit. And I was not. no, no, no. But it turned out he listens to. It turns out he listens to the Gold Nerds. He doesn't. I mean, he listens to a podcast huh. that I'm on, but not this one.
2: Well, tell them to look at this one, damn I it! Anyways, I so so, I'm at the, the back of the school afternoon. It was at 4 o'clock. Well, that's, uh, for, that,
1: that's like, well, that's, school's already been expect- out for hours for you guys. They only go to school for like two hours a day in spend.
2: No, we they go for five, but it's like split up. I don't understand who they thought was going to have to go to this, but there was a lot of parents. Like, I think somebody from every family represented, um, and the, I've never been to one because it's my first kid and he, he's he, a principal of the school starts off the meeting and he starts telling like the history of the school and it's a Montessori school and it was started during a dictatorship and I'm sitting there going oh wow where do I live I don't live at home anymore <laughs> it's just like a bizarre like for me out of moment experience where he's explaining how the, the founders of the school had to, like, go against a dictator to well, get... Well, I mean, your country bombing. was run by a
1: dictator. It was. Not that was. long ago.
2: No, not that long Like, ago.
1: more recent than a lot of other countries.
2: Right. And so he's, like, going on about how, like, the founders really wanted to do them on a story method and blah, blah, blah. And he explains, like, the school is basically a house. It's multiple houses that were bought over time on a street. And then, like, put together, and he's like, and then they had this building in 19 whatever, and then this other building, and then this building where the children, uh, your kids will are going to be going to school, this was... We tried to purchase it, but then it was purchased by a bank, and then they sold it to a guy who ran a brothel for many
3: years. (laughs) That's totally normal.
2: uh, And all the parents are like, "Mm mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I remember walking by the street and being like, that's so weird that there's a kid's school, and then clearly a brothel. (laughs) 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 And I moved here, and I remember I'd walk by and be like, I would never send my kids to that school. (laughs) It was next. You're like how long ago it's got i think he he acted like it was a lot longer but it wasn't it has to be like maybe seven years ago six years ago <laughs> like, that's not that long ago and i don't there's a name for a brothel here that they call it a whiskey bar
1: wait but in spanish that's, you got to say the spanish word
2: a whiskeria a whiskeria so that's at what we would call a brothel and and the and the and the principal's like, so this used to be a whiskeyia where you know they didn't come to drink whiskey, and I'm like, how is all like this is such a weird story to be telling on back to school night, and then um, and then uh, it was hilarious. And he's like, and then finally and we had a great relationship with the owner of the of
1: the brothel. Of the brothel. And now the yeah. teachers we get a
2: whole staff as soon as we bought it um and he's like and the the owner would always say don't worry when you guys close that's when we open (laughs) i was like aren't we supposed to talk about curriculum here (laughs) what is going on (laughs) and he's like eventually we bought it from them and turned it into the preschool that's where your kids
1: are (laughs) That's amazing. And I was
2: like, I hope that's what this building was. <laughs> I, was like, I guess I didn't remember my judgmental pre-parent self who said they would never send their kid to school here.